this is uh this is episode two of hypercritical and we're back didn't think we'd make it another week but we we made it another we need we made it another week um it was a uh, a lot of things happened this past week i think right literally from the get-go from the beginning of the week i feel i feel like it was just like non-stop with either stuff in the news or yeah. sports or it was a busy week sports wise just united states wise pop culture wise i'd say it was a pretty pretty busy week do you um trying to think <laughs> i don't i don't think i don't know if we should address like the the coop because that was that's like a i don't know i feel like everyone's already talked about something like that but just a i guess just a recap uh a group of people stormed the capital this week <laughs> and so that's that's basically it <laughs> i will say that the funny thing is is that i saw a bunch of tweets that it was like if these people had been wearing masks and facial coverings, they wouldn't have been as easily recognizable. So I thought that was funny <laughs> that these anti-maskers, if they had been wearing a mask, they wouldn't have been caught so easily. Uh, I, this is the thing with like events like this that happens. I, I have never laughed harder during like the, when, whenever these things happen, because yeah. Social media, Twitter, all of that stuff just explodes when when when, when things like this happen, like World War Three. I'm trying to think like during sporting events. What else? I mean, as the crisis gets higher, I'd say like the comedy also gets higher. It's yeah. it's a laugh at my pain kind of a thing, right? Where yeah. you're, you're sorry, you're laughing through the pain. And it's also pretty easy to farm impressions, I'd say, because everyone is on Twitter. Everyone's refreshing. You have an opinion then, on like, something and it's you sneak in a funny one in between two serious ones. Like <laughs> it's, it's just perfect juxtaposition. I used to uh, my entire Twitter timeline in general is for comic relief, I think. And like I follow only people that I think are funny and that I think would make me laugh no matter what the situation is but i think over time this is one thing that's changed about twitter is that over time these you know quote unquote meme accounts twitter accounts or whatever it is they've gone from hey look i shit post all the time to hey look i'm a real person because whether it takes a toll on them over the years that they've been shit posting and everyone just thinks of them as like the meme account kind of like you know, like my faves trash um and i don't know i can only think of my faves trash because that guy burned out real quick like after a while yes yeah. yeah i think you know they then, then then it turns into like real people accounts so they're like tweeting genuine things and everyone's like go back to making the jokes stupid and it's just like hey they're people now so now my timeline is either shit posters turned back to normal or they're just like yeah it's old because i think it's just old at this point to be and I think with their accounts, like the majority of their following is probably like just stick to shit posting, stick to funny stuff. Yep. But then like they're also going to have those followers that are like, why are you not speaking up on these issues when you have a big platform? Like, so I think they're like, especially nowadays, um, I, I think they feel pressured and kind of just like a, a pressure from society to like 
speak up on the things. Yeah, because like the, the the demographic, I guess, on Twitter and everything is shifting as like as is the humor, I think, because before I mean, you could say what five years ago, super, super dark humor, like anything goes kind of thing. Yeah. And then, you know, over time, of course, we're growing up. We're going to grow up. We have like actual uh, what's it called? Um we go through different phases essentially and we're just like hey you know what that's we realize like in movements as well it's like yo what things were going on back then was not cool we should bring up like bring the light to some of those things so i don't know yeah it's just it's a it's an interesting situation i think because like you you don't want to laugh like you don't want to laugh while you're reading people are breaching the capitol building yeah exactly but then you see a tweet of, yo, this cop is doing a no-look shoot at someone. He on his Jason Kidd shit. And then it's just like, you can't just not laugh. It, it, it's like little things where, yay, oh, you're talking about, okay. For, ba- for uh, background, I guess, of that is that was a cop pepper spraying someone, not a cop shooting someone. So that's not a <laughs> we're not we're not talking about that cops shooting people are is a is a good yeah. thing but the 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 pepper spraying of those people at the capitol that was that was funny that one girl that said that she was sprayed did you see she was rubbing an onion in her eyes did not see that no you, <laughs> dude she <laughs> she was the one where um she was just walk, she, like she was walking she had the towel and she kept like kind of like walking her face and she like like dabbing her eyes or something and 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 um they caught her outside the capitol and they're like they maced us and like why is like we're storming the capitol it's a revolution or something <laughs> and if like people will keep looking at it and it looks like she's walking around with an like a like a cut onion inside of her towel and she, like it looks like oh look that's a white onion and then like it looks again and you're like oh look that looks like a white onion and she keeps like putting it up against her face like what the fuck else are you holding <laughs> in a towel that's gonna help you getting mace like what ice or I, I it, 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 I mean, it's funny because it like looks like an onion and it's like of course these people are, whatever I don't even know I'm not gonna I don't know get into that something like that question for you though what do you I mean I guess it's kind of the same topic what do you think the state of social media is and where do you think it's gonna go from here like it something that like you have like cancel culture quote-unquote cancel culture that surrounds social media you have you know different personalities who are turning to different personalities right where it's like you know shit posters gone to like normal people trying to bring light of things they want to say hey i'm a real person i'm more than just an avatar do you think that social media will ever be as like laid back funny and kind of like not how it used to be because back how it used to be was pretty toxic but do you think that it could get back to us a, a, a place where you can go on there for fun instead of going on there and being like god damn it <laughs> i think i don't think it like i don't think it'll ever um be back at the state that it was where it was just purely content um I think especially now, like there's, like I mentioned earlier, like there's just the societal expectation where like, if you're on social media, you need to be speaking up about these topics. You need to be spreading awareness. And like, I definitely don't disagree with that. I think that like, 
you should speak out against people if they're just not right. Um, but I also think that like, at the end of the day, I think it still is social media. Like, I don't think it's going to lose that. Um, I don't think Twitter will ever run out of people making funny tweets or like, yeah. Um, stuff like that. I think, I think it'll definitely be different. And I mean, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like we never know what new social medias will be created. Um, so like there could be a whole new thing that's made that's like Twitter or something like that. Um, yeah, it's a parlor. I don't think I don't <laughs> think social media will like die out completely, but um, it's it'll, it. I feel like it's definitely becoming more like more like um, what's the word? More like in touch with what's happening in the real world. Like more, um, it, it's very semantic. in the moment. It it cap yeah. like social media right now, kind of like what we talked about in the last episode with TikTok. Social media right now in the same boat because this is like the time that we're in right now. It cap it captures the moment. Whatever is happening right now, it's capturing that, and then it's gone. Like people, like things happened like yesterday. People tweeted about it, and we forgot about it after that. And I think social media is just like is so quick. So we don't know what the next thing is. Like we thought Yik Yak was gonna be funny for a while. Yeah, like do you remember Yik Yak? It was like the it didn't last a week at our high school. Before yeah. it got banned. Oh no, it got banned really quickly. Not not as quick because people like within the amount of like a couple weeks that it was available, people got bullied like a motherfucker over yeah. like two weeks of it being out. And then yeah. it yeah, I mean I think the not the anonymity anonymity I don't even know what the word is. Anemone? The anemone, yeah. I, okay. I don't think the anonymous thing will last long in social medias if you know that were yeah. to happen. Just because it's like people want to know who you are and that's the only way you're ever going to get clout or uh, what do you say? I don't know. Looked at as a real person, except for like, I mean, you were looking at someone like Albert right now with 500,000 followers. No one knows who he or she is. They're in a gaming organization. They're selling merch now. Like, (laughs) what do you think about that? Would you buy merch like that or are you saying fuck them <laughs> because I, I never I don't ever like think I'll buy merch from like these big tweeters or like these big social media personalities yeah um, I don't know I mean like if it's my friends doing stuff like I will but I don't know I also don't like love spending a ton of money um, but I think like if you have that platform where you can make money off of it like I don't see why you wouldn't do that and like Albert, um, I mean, I, it's kind of like a cult following, I guess, for him. Um, no, it is. And so, like, there's definitely, like, thousands of people that will buy that merch and will buy a lot of it. Yeah, they, like, they got a bag, for, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Yik Yak. Yik Yak, like, we had it, I remember it. It was, like, like it started one day, and then, like, then by the next day, it was gigantic. And then, like, that's all you, like, all class long, you'd be on Yik Yak. You would go home, be like, yo, what are, what are the best Yik Yaks that happened since, <laughs> yeah, since school Yeah, the most upvoted Yik Yaks, yeah. And, like, it would just be, like, a sensation for, like, a week. And then, like, it just got really bad where, like, people were just talking horribly about the teachers. And then someone, like, made a bomb threat on there. And then it just, bam, 
shut yeah. down like probably like four or five days after it started up holy cow that's that's a uh, <laughs> the quick social media band speed run for mason yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of people at your schools too so like makes sense that they'd need to yeah. monitor things like that really closely i forgot that you can make like that your account technically that you post on it has the anonymous or not the anonymous you can have an anonymous but you can make like a actual name for the account so it's like, oh, look, Jack Engel said something. And it's like, Jack's like, I don't know what that app is. I don't have it. And they're like, oh, someone's using you, your name as like <laughs> an account. Or the uh, the Ask FM days. Oh, my God. I think uh, it's not it's not still around, but Ask FM. Well, technically, like it's, in, of it, it's in form of so, like Instagram now. Yeah. Where people are asking like what's your you know give me book recommendations or what's uh, or, or or show me a picture when this or something like that and people are asking questions and making polls and stuff on on instagram twitter i think they've just like monopolized it from those social media so like we'll never see another yeah. quote-unquote website or whatever is ask fm did what was the one app i forget what it was called it wasn't an app it was a website i'm pretty sure where you go and you give the oh, i forgot how it worked but essentially you texted this thing this like bot really and it was like 20 questions do you remember this where no there's no way you would remember this because this was happening when i was in like eighth grade i'm pretty sure but you, what you what you would do is you would text this thing you would text this uh this number or website or whatever it was and then it would ask you a couple questions and you would send like kind of like these vague responses a little bit and then after a while it would say they would give you it would text you like your location or something or like you have to guess they have to like guess where you're at or i i forget what it was but for me it was like one of the most mind-blowing things ever because i was like super young and me and my buddies would just text it while we were like going to baseball tournaments or something and we'd be like okay let's see if it can guess this like i'm in a tree i'm in a i'm in a burning tree or something and then you like send a couple other responses and and it's just like okay so you're here which i'd realize now it's just like your location services (laughs) it'll just locate it was like an actual like it was actual text messages or it was like an app simulating text messages. no it was like an actual it was actual text messages i'm gonna look it up after this because it was i remember like at the time it was like super crazy but now that i think of it it, like it's probably nothing at all yeah i don't know that was weird i I forgot about that i definitely don't remember i mean i didn't even have a if you if, if it was when you were in eighth grade, I didn't even have a phone. I'm pretty sure was, I was in like yeah, grade, it was probably grade. seventh eighth grade around then. Like, there's no shot that you would have. <laughs> there's I no shot. I've, I've never heard of that. Um. Okay. But yeah, I, the the Ask FM was just like solely used as like, yo, like, do do you have a crush on this guy? Yep. Yep. Or like, do you think this person is cute? And you would like just ask it about yourself or something. That's all it was. Was it was it was asking? It was trying to like it was trying to flirt, and it was just horny fm. <laughs> it was literally just a an app for people to just figure out who yeah. they're crushing on, who they like, and that's yeah. all the other apps in general. Like all apps in general were for up until high school, 
where it got just worse for something like that. Well, I wasn't even I wasn't even around for for kick. Like I I don't think I got like kick 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 kick. kick. Oh no, I didn't use I didn't use kick. I never used kick. Kick was always a, I always I always thought that was a meme. I didn't think actually I didn't actually think that people were like using it using it. It's definitely used cuz I know like some friends that used it, but like what was it? Was it just like a messaging app? And just the mess, just a messenger. Huh. It was like kind of like uh, uh what's it called? Just like an app, to text like app hide or something. Yeah, I got it, got it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I mean, because like the meme was like, hey, you got kick. It, every after yeah. every single thing it was like someone would tweet, someone would post yeah. something on Instagram. It was like got kick. It was like a meme. I forgot about that. Yeah. Hmm. Spend a lot of time on on our phones and spend a lot of time in in like. Over the past couple months, especially on <laughs> in quarantine with stuff the by numbers, ourselves, the numbers are bad. I saw I saw my thing it was like my uh, screen time went up seven percent from last week. It's just, I, I'm on my phone twenty four seven. It's so bad for it's me. It's just it's so hard to get off of it because like there's just always new stuff to see. It's new stuff to yeah. see, and you're just bored. And it's like a habit now where it's like I need to just like open up five apps. And it's like scroll through something, even though I, I'll close out Twitter, look away for a second, turn back, open Twitter back up just to see the same shit that I just saw like three seconds ago. Yeah. Do you, what are some things that you've. I guess what, what are some things that you've done over like the past few months during. Quarantine, I guess, that you wouldn't have done prior to it, like because you got shut in because like. You had to move to different places to you know to be isolated or just you know visiting other people like is there anything that you've done hobbies or something that you're just like you know what i'm gonna might as well do this now that you probably wouldn't have done if you if we didn't have this pandemic um so i'd say before like i think i kind of we kind of touched on it last week like i had never been like super into watching tv shows yeah um but definitely over quarantine, like that definitely changed. Um, like I watched Avatar, um, The Last Airbender. I never thought I would like it. Um, <laughs> but like I remember we watched it like, I don't even know how many episodes is it? Because it's like, how many, how many seasons is it? Four? I couldn't tell you. I, I, refuse, like I refuse to watch that show. episodes each. And like, we, I think we finished in like less than a week. It's a binge like, show. If you like, if you get into it, it's a binge show for sure. I never thought I would like it, but like I liked it so much, and like I want to rewatch it now. Really? Um, but like, um, and it's been the, like we've been so many shows. Um, we watched like Sex Education last week, um, The Queen's Gambit, and like I never, I never understood people that could just watch a show like just for like ten hours straight. Oh no, it's um, so easy. You got a free then, day. Like, Ooh, good luck. Good, good luck doing yeah. anything else. But now I've realized that like they do such a good job with these shows where it's like you just want to keep watching and then they have the like it automatically starts the next episode for you. It says, are you still watching? Yeah, you finally um, got to that point before you would always probably turn it off after a couple episodes or you wouldn't yeah. get to the you wouldn't get to the are you still watching screen? <laughs> yeah. And then I'd say also um, kind of like cooking more um yeah i, I you I'd like never, to cook yeah i never cooked that much um but like it's just kind of fun i think it's it's a lot more satisfying like 
you cook your own meal and then you eat it, you're like, damn, I made this. And like, I think, um, like, I don't make a, a ton of different things. I'm, I make spaghetti probably a couple times a week at least. Um, so it's just like a lot of normal things. Um, but I've definitely cooked a lot more. I guess it's kind of started when we, uh, we had our cook off in, in March. Oh my God. I forgot about that. Yeah. Like, honestly, that that was kind of the start of it where it was like, yo, we're cooking. This is kind of fun. Cooking is Um, very, cooking is very, uh, in my opinion, is very therapeutic. Kind of like how, you know, when I do this podcast and the other podcasts, like, I find it very relaxing and very you're in a different space when you're cooking and stuff because like you're making something that you're actually going to eat that you're actually going to enjoy whether it's like good or not quote unquote you may not know that it's like horrible or you may not you may not know that it's like actually kind of good because it's just you cooking it and you eating it Um, but it like I I enjoy cooking when I actually sit down to make like a recipe when I actually want to do it. But like, I get frustrated a lot because following a recipe, yeah, yeah. is is fun. Do you think it's frustrating though to like make something for like twenty, thirty minutes and then sit down eat it in about five seconds? Yeah, uh, because I feel like, like I feel like I take so long to make things. I'm like, why is this taking so long? (laughs) And then like. And I'm really bad. I'm really bad at like timing multiple things. So I'll be like, I'll be making like three things. And then like, by the time I finish everything, like the first two things are already cold. Yep. And then I'm just like, damn. So it's, yeah. it is relaxing for me, but it also stresses me out because I, I'm really bad at multitasking with things because like, I want to have like my full attention on one thing to make sure I don't screw it up. Um, yeah, it is funny when like you feel like you're making it for like hours and then you just eat it in two minutes. It's I think that's the it's you know, cooking is very challenging because like I was saying, like it can be relaxing on one end if you're a cash if you're doing it casually, if you're just, you know, doing it with someone else to like have some fun with it, try something new, yeah. like just one dinner. You're you're making two dishes max, right? And a couple and then it'll be leftovers after. Yeah. But cooking cooking like in a kitchen is yeah. a whole nother beast and is that's why that's why cooks smoke that's why chefs smoke like that's why like, it's super stressful and it, i i can't yeah. imagine like you know i've worked in the food industry you've worked in the food industry you can tell that like it's hard to focus on one thing and have to multitask because like yeah. there's no such thing as multitasking it's yeah it's it's always it's you're 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 just shifting your focus mm-hmm. on different things, not at the same time, but you're shifting on, on your focus on different things. Um, and, and you have to be able to time it out correctly. And so I, I can't imagine working in a, in a, in a kitchen kitchen, like being an actual chef. Like I, I always thought that I would do that when I was younger. I'll be like, Oh, you know what? I'll be a cook. And then I got to that point and I was like, you know, what? this is, this is way too stressful. And I don't know if I could work under conditions like that. Did you ever feel like that whenever, you know, you were working in a, in that like kitchen like on a line or something yeah it's definitely it's just stress it's stressful because you don't like i'm always stressed because i'm like i don't want to make people wait so long yeah and then like i'll look at the grubhub ticket order line and it's like 40 people in line (laughs) and i'll be like i gotta go so fast yep but like i I think i overthink it a lot too because like the majority of these people know that they're going to be waiting a while um 
but at the, but still at the same time, it's like, I got to get this turned out. I got to get this going. Yep. And I think that makes it better when like you can go home and then cook for yourself where you're like, all right, I don't have to worry about making as fast as possible. I can just chill, make something I enjoy. Uh, yeah. It's, so I think it's, that actually like cooking in the food industry kind of like makes it feel better when you're cooking at home. I think you said, Oh, okay. Okay. Cause like, you're under that immense pressure maybe or like even if it's not that immense it's just pressure it's not immense it's just like a little bit stressful and then when you get home you're kind of just like relax a little bit did you watch did you watch the show uh did you watch the the movie chef no with john favre no okay i mean there's literally a scene in that movie where you know he was getting flamed at work and you know shit was hitting the fan and then he went home and just like and cooked by himself and cooked like a million things. And you can tell that he was like in a whole different zone, in a whole different yeah. space when he was doing something like that. Because I think the kitchen will put you in a different spot where you're, you're not as comfortable, maybe. And I think like I've, I've also gotten super into cooking shows. Yeah. And I think like the grand majority of cooking shows really illustrate that it is a super stressful job it's a drama it is a time yeah crunch. like it's yeah it's like a drama that you're watching um and i think kind of like gordon ramsay is kind of like the the epitome of that where he's in your ear he's barking at you you better do it perfectly um and so like yeah i i think along with you like it did seem pretty cool just being like this fancy chef everyone knows everyone loves um I think it would. I, I think it would be a lot worse than, than like I originally thought. Yeah, it, it's different for sure. I think one of the first ever shows that the the first two shows that I ever like watched when I was younger, uh, cooking shows wise, was like Barefoot Contessa and Kit, uh, Hell's Kitchen, and two of the probably the most polar op like polar opposite. TV shows you, you could compare in terms of cooking where you got Barefoot Contessa. She's like a soft spoken um, chef and, you know, she's making all these like nice daint, dainty or like just like these quaint meals for her husband. It's really cute. It's really fun. And 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 then you have Hell's Kitchen where the guy, you know, like you said, he's in your ear the entire time. And I always yeah. thought that that was fascinating. It was like the most drama. It was kind of like it was the big brother of uh of cooking because they would all be in this like one kitchen building or house or whatever it is and no it was it was a house basically because like they slept there i thought and did they sleep there did the contestants sleep there i thought they did and then like i don't don't think i've ever seen it they would like hang out or whatever and then they would just be talking shit about other chefs and you have like the cameras it was very it was like one of the first like drama cooking shows this was back in like 2004 too, 2005 and you really got like a different side of like these people are just under so much pressure and yeah yeah it really yeah like i said it just illustrates how much it changes from the kitchen to the house and i like like you you can feel like that secondhand stress when you're watching people like when you're watching someone get yelled at by gordon like you feel that yourself you're like damn like like I'm stressed for this person. 
I mean, that's like that's like that's really cool about shows that'll like captivate those feelings for you, especially because like that's what a show is supposed to do is supposed to make you feel a certain way. Uh, do you ever feel like do you ever feel like secondhand embarrassment or do you ever feel like so in the moment for that person, character or whatever it is that like it makes you uncomfortable? Like it's yeah. kind of like meta where like you kind of step you take a step back also in the moment you're like. I shouldn't be feeling this way or man, I don't like, you don't want to watch a certain show or do a certain thing because of that reason. But yeah, that's interesting. Cause like secondhand embarrassment for me is like huge. Like I feel like, like there are a ton of things that just make me like feel so embarrassed and it's not, I it's think not, it's TV, not just TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. On TV, it's not as much, but like, if we're in class, like if we're in a class and like someone's getting yelled at or something, like that is like one of the worst feelings for me where I'm just sitting there like, Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed for this person. Like, I hate this. Yeah. Or like in high school, like kids talking back to the teachers, Oof. that was like, Oh my God, that would like make me feel sick. Yeah. It's so bad. It really gets to you. And like, in some of those situations, like some of those scenarios and stuff, like that's why I don't like, even though if it's like a joke or if it's like a um like a bit or whatever it is like 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 uh pranks or uh public humiliation is yeah. one of my it's not a fear it's just yeah. one of my most uncomfortable things to deal with whenever it happens so like that's why i hate impractical jokers yeah. That's why I don't like, like, even though it was a whole staged thing, like Silent Library made me feel uncomfortable because I know people like we used to try to do that stuff in the library. Like we would go to the library and be like, hey, let's start doing this. And it's just like, oh, my God, no, don't do that. No, don't do that. And it just yeah. it makes you so uncomfortable. I don't know. Yeah, I I remember like. If I would like like classes where I had like those type of kids that would just like antagonize the teacher like draw attention to themselves all class like i would dread going to that class because <laughs> you knew they were like, going to be acting up some sort of way that day like we had like we had this kid it was probably like seventh or eighth grade like he would get sent to the office from class like at least a couple times a week and like it was like oh i just dreaded it i i hated hearing pe like hearing people get yelled at is the worst it's not like when you're at like a friend's house and like you're just kind of awkwardly standing there while your friend gets yelled at by their parents or something. That's pretty bad too, because you like, don't know what to do, and you're just like, yeah, you don't know if like them yelling at them is like super common or if it's like a once in a lifetime thing where it's like they're really yeah. in trouble. Yeah. Did you ever have to go home because someone else was getting yelled at at a friend's <laughs> house? Like they'd be like, you know what, Jangle, we, we gotta go, we gotta deal with this right now, and then it's like we're just gonna take you home. I don't think so. I feel like oh, that's God, happened. That would, be the, I would be my worst nightmare. <laughs> Dude, I feel like that's <laughs> happened to me a couple of times. It's maybe on like on my end too, where it was just like, you know what? No, Marshall can't Marshall can't be hanging out right now or can't be doing this or or yeah. something has happened and that's like Yeah. Made it so uncomfortable in that moment. Yeah. If I think about it, it probably has happened. I don't know. I, I'm for like I don't know. <laughs> 
like when when Eli was like a lot littler, a lot littler, like my mom would be like, "All right, guys, you guys got to go home." Like if Eli was misbehaving or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know. I also, um, like, I was never like the host of like our friend group hangouts. Okay. Um, just because like I didn't have like a good basement for it relative to all my other friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like, I don't know. But like that is just like so uncomfortable when like you just got like ten of your friends standing there and then just like one of them is getting yelled at by their mom. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, what do I do here? Like you just kinda like turn around, look around. It's people, so weird. Yeah, everyone just like leaves the room for a second and then you get back and it's just they they've either got like welled up eyes if they were younger, or they come back and they're like, Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We can't do that anymore. Or you guys have to go or something. I. I don't. I can't remember. I can't specifically remember a time that that's happened. But I feel. I can. I feel like that's happened. A I few think times. it definitely probably has happened. Uh. It's like it's kind of like a whole. Like I feel like being at a friend's house is like a whole new dynamic because it's like. Like when I talk with my parents, like I don't. I never cuss. Like I don't call yeah, them by yeah. their first name. And then you'll be at people's houses where they like constantly like cuss at their parents or like only call them by their first name and it's not like i want to say i guess it's like kind of like secondhand embarrassment it's not like as embarrassing but it's just kind of like it's just it's it's uncomfortable it's uncomfortable what's your what's your worst experience that you've had at a friend's house obviously you don't need to like name draw but like what's the worst thing that what's the worst experience that you've had where you've either been wronged or like you it was just like I need to get out of this situation, or I wish I didn't go over in the first place, or something like that. Um, I don't know. I guess with like, I don't know because all of my friends' parents are like always like super nice. Like they were always the best. I guess with like one of them, like one of his parents was like a bit more uptight, like needed order like didn't love having people over but um i guess okay yeah i guess that is an example of like where like they would be getting yelled at i don't know if we ever went home because of it um i don't know that's a good question i think like we would just be like uncomfortable for like a little bit but i don't think it ever like swelled to the point of like oh my god like yeah it never blew up or anything yeah did that happen to you um i can't think of like a huge moment but like kind of going into more i guess minuscule a little bit we i was at like a birthday party when i was like really young and i don't even think it was my friend like direct friend's birthday party it was like my brother's friend's birthday party but i was also invited and so like those parties are always super weird because if you're not if you're not like old or sorry those parties are really weird if you were kind of old but not really like you were going into your teens at that moment when you're going into your teens and you start having those parties those little get together sleepovers whatever it is and your younger sibling gets invited but then you also get invited you you kind of don't know if it's like a good like if you should be 
feel welcome necessarily because sometimes it's like oh you know what mono got invited you know marshall has to come too or might as well invite both jangle and eli or something like that i i remember going over to a party and i don't even know if this is like even that big of a deal but it was kind of they the brother my brother's friend was like misbehaving or something and it kind of just blew up a little bit with the parents and they were just like you know what i think everyone should go home and then they would cancel the sleepover and that was like the worst because now you got to go home and you're like oh, no sleepover for you but for the other person it's just like them constantly getting yelled at or getting them getting grounded for some reason i don't even think it was anything bad it was just like a misbehaving kind of thing but i can just remember there was probably only a handful of sleepovers where i was actually comfortable sleeping over and i think that's the the thing with those is this is like through middle school and high school and stuff where i don't think i was ever really really comfortable at a sleepover because almost 99 percent of the time we would stay up so late playing video games playing games eating snacks doing whatever it was and then it was just time to go to bed and it's like we never ever thought of what happens when we need to go to bed like if i had people at my place i i like you said i was i never hosted that many people at my house for like sleepovers or big hangouts because i didn't have a basement i don't know what the fuck it was about basements but basements were like it was like the shit if you had a finished basement you had the entire neighborhood you had all the friend groups over you had all the parties in high school not that i would have had any of the parties in high school but just if i had a finished basement i would have definitely had way more friends over i definitely would have you know been out in that moment but like when you got to the point where you had to go to sleep no one had a pillow if you had a pillow it was like a couch cushion and no one had a blanket and if you had a blanket it was a couch cushion (laughs) it was never an actual yeah like those twitter memes where it's like when you at your friend's place and they don't give you a blanket like <laughs> and they pull the rug it's not over them. Extent, like <laughs> it's not real to that extent but like no it's 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 pretty close like you're trying to find anything that looks somewhat warm like <laughs> at one of our friends us like we would have 10 people like in a not very big room he'd be like oh yeah i got i got two blankets in the closet and i got two pillows <laughs> And you then have you 10 have people like, over. <laughs> you have like six people that are like, damn, okay, I'm going to take off my sweatshirt, roll it up into a ball, <laughs> use that as my pillow. And then here, I'll go get these hand towels from the, from the bathroom. <laughs> I'll cover my feet with these. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that happened a decent amount. And like, I remember we would like, like if we were going to one of our friends' houses where like we knew this would be an issue, like <laughs> as soon as we get there, we would like run, grab a blanket, yes, and like hide dude. it somewhere. We'd call dibs on that so easy. Be like, you get over there, and as soon as everyone was just kind of in the room, and then no one was paying attention, just I got the couch tonight, or yep. I got I got this room or something, and it's you always grab. Like I remember grabbing a floor rug, like a decorative floor rug, you know like the rug where it's like hard yeah. as shit on the bottom i like one of those and I, I took one of those and i i slept underneath it on the tile it was so dumb i slept on the tile but <laughs> put the rug over top of me and slept on like a on, a on a sweatshirt but i those moments and those times were like so much fun leading up to it that point so leading up to that point because like going to bed kind of sucked because like 
you were really tired and you knew you had to go to bed and you actually wanted to sleep, but you didn't want to stop having fun because as soon as you woke up the next morning, you never knew what was going to happen. You you like you woke up the next yeah. morning and it was either going to be the most bomb breakfast from the parents that, you know, that you were staying with or it was just bagels and oh hey you got to pick you up we got to take you to church and it was seven in the morning yep. or something ridiculous you're just like oh, yeah. dude i don't want to wake up in four hours the sleepovers sleepovers are always so fun because like it was constantly like everyone in the back of their mind was like thinking about what was going to happen when they had to go to sleep they were like like you were constantly scheming like okay if it's getting late i could like potentially fall asleep on the couch so I can claim a couch spot that way. Because we have people being like, oh, I, I'm asleep on the couch already. I'm so tired, dude. I can't get off the couch, bro. Yeah, they're when, like, like, they're, like, they're sitting as up. As soon as you get there. They're sitting up. They're not laying down, but they're sitting up. So they knew, you knew that like you couldn't technically, you could still get them up and going. But if you laid down or half laid down, you claim that spot. It's, it's, the, it's, the, it's a sleepover dilemma. That's the entire thing is that from start to finish is a sleepover dilemma because yeah. you get there i guess the beginning part is fine because everyone gets there you're out having fun you're kind of like you hit the ground running when you when you get to the sleepover yeah but then when you go to sleep you're just like okay what do i do what happens and then you knew that like the next morning was going to be so awful that was the that was the hangover for kids the next day was waking up and knowing you either had to do chores you had to go to church right. you had to go home super early or you had to clean. It was always just the most opposite of whatever that sleepover was. It was never like continue the party. It was just oh yeah, back. To, it was, yeah, it was and it would always be morning. worse because like if you slept, it was for like four hours. Yep. And then like of those four hours, you probably woke up like ten times during those four hours just from being uncomfortable. <laughs> and so then you'd have to go home and be like, "Yo, we're doing this. We're cleaning the house today," or something like that. Yeah, and then like, it, no, it was yeah, it was the same thing over and over again. You would you would wake up a million times in the night because either your friends were trying to prank you yeah. or they were bugging you or something, or you just couldn't sleep because it was hardwood floor and it was it, for some reason it just got yeah. cold. It was so hot all night, but for some reason one hour later it was cold. And then you wake up the next morning, you go back home. Your parents are like, "Hey, we got to go do this. We got to go to. We got to you know we have to go here." And then you're just like, no, I don't want to. I'm so tired. I just want to, can I just like close my, and then immediately it was just the, see, this is the problem with you going over to, to Jack's house. You can't be sleeping over yeah. and staying up this late. You, you know, we're going to think about next time, whether you should go over there next time, or even if you yeah. should even have sleepovers. And it, it is the same every single time. Yeah. It was never just a one-off of, oh, maybe you shouldn't do that again. It was every single time you come back because no matter how much you knew that you had to go do something the next day, you always threw a fit. You always were a pain in the ass to your parents. And I, yeah. I totally understand that now because time was irrelevant back then. You didn't know yeah. that you were actually getting three hours of sleep. You didn't know that, you know, it, you would go to bed at six and you'd wake up the next morning and, you know, you'd say, oh, it's, actually, it's eight o'clock, but you would never think about it like that. You'd never think about oh, I have to do this entire day on three hours of sleep or six hours of sleep. Whereas now you're, I'm completely aware. It's like, I need to go to bed. I need to be in bed by 11 yeah. something or midnight. Otherwise my next day, even if I wake up at seven or eight is going to be horrible. <laughs> yeah, I guess it wasn't, it wasn't as bad for me because like my parents, like 
in high school and through all them like it's not it's not like they didn't care they were just like yeah you can go do what you want so like they would never like it was very rare that like i needed to be home in the morning they'd be like they text me if like i if i stayed there if i slept overnight and then like it was like the it would like get into like the afternoon we would still be at their house oh and my parents would just text me being like yo you alive still <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah i'd be like okay cool but it, like i remember there were times where like i would go over to someone's house in the afternoon and then we would spend the night and then we would stay and we would sleep over at their house again like <laughs> are you serious that's like the summertime when you'd be, be doing like that dinner time and my mom would text me and be like yo are you eating dinner here and I'd be like, oh, no, I forgot to tell you. I'm sleeping over again. And she'd just be like, <laughs> yeah. okay, I can bring you a toothbrush if you need. And I'd just be like, <laughs> like, it, like, my parents were just like, yeah, he can go do what he wants. It's fun. That was, that was the time. If you had a double sleepover, either it was unexpected or just the next day or next morning. Because half the time, if you were to do a sleepover, it was go over at night. Right. You would you would go over there at night and there was I guess there was two types of sleepovers. If you were to hang out during the day and then through the afternoon and then around the afternoon time, they're like, hey, do you want to sleep over? And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, 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 sure. So then like you have the you had that entire day to hang out, sleep over. Then the next day comes and it's like, okay, you should probably come back home now. Then I would go home. But then if it was, hey, you're going to sleep over because we're going to do something the next day that could always lead into another sleepover. And especially the ones where it was, I went over to so-and-so's house at, you know, late at night, we slept over. And then the next day we woke up, went paintballing, whatever. And then we came back and was like, oh, we can hang out at Marshall's house now. So then we go over there and like, oh, do you want to sleep over? And it's like, yeah, sure. Boom. Double sleepover. Yeah. I'm, I definitely miss those high school summers or like middle school summers. Like. I think middle, middle every, school like, was almost better. Every day you're at someone, you're at someone's house. Like, and like my, my friends had really nice houses for hosting people. Yeah. Cause like I had three friends with pools. Um, almost all my friends had nice finished basements with ping pong tables, pool tables, foosball tables. Yep. Um, they all had like, at least four of them had like projector screens, little game like, rooms, theater rooms. Yeah. And so like, we would just always be at people's houses and it was so fun. Just like. You just like, like you had like double sleepovers because like we'd wake up, eat breakfast and be like, why, why don't we just go swimming right now? Yeah. And then we would swim for like hours and we'd be like, oh, you can just eat dinner here. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. And then we eat dinner. And it's just like, yo, mom, I'm sleeping over again. It was, I think middle school was a lot better because you didn't, you actually didn't have anything to worry about. Yeah. If you think about it, like in high school, you had, you either had a job maybe or you know you had to you had to do some summer work maybe or whatever it may be middle school was actually a time where you didn't have to worry about anything like you didn't have to worry about college you didn't have to worry about great you didn't have to worry about any of that it was just travel baseball in the summer travel soccer whatever it was and just sleep over like non-stop all throughout the summer that was one of the worst feelings though like you had like a tournament or something you didn't want to go to. And then like all your friends were hanging out. That was, that was the worst. I guess if your friends weren't at the tournament, I loved, I loved sports tournaments when I was younger, any, any kind. I don't like we, I remember we had, we had football tournaments that we had to go stay, like staying in a hotel when we were, when I was younger 
was my favorite thing. Of course, I mean, it's still yeah. my favorite thing to do now just because like I like staying someplace different uh, because more than likely you're there for vacation or you're there for like it just bre- it breaks up the scene really. And going to tournaments when I was younger, whether it be for football, baseball or that was it. That was basically it was so much fun because i knew all my friends on the team were like oh we can stay in each other's hotel rooms or we were playing we were playing uh hand warmer tag or something in the hallways it was just it was a nightmare for the hotels it was a nightmare for our parents trying to round up the ducks you know but it was the most that was some of the most fun i've ever had at those at those tournaments and times i guess that's true i guess it was more like it was more like if i had to like go with my family and then I couldn't be with my friends. Like if I had to like go to Michigan to see family. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, oh damn, I'm gonna miss a week of hanging out. Yeah. It always sucked because we always always go up there for Fourth of July, and my friend would always have like this super big party for Fourth of July, and I would always miss it. It was always the worst. I think, agree with you. Yeah. The staying in hotels is so funny. I remember we had a baseball tournament in Louisville, and so like we went to the Louisville Slugger Museum, and like you yep. know like the the mini wood bats you get. Yeah. Like just like the mini ones. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. We would have those. We would have this hotel room we stayed in. Like, I don't even remember if it was a hotel exactly, but like it had two floors and there was like a bed and there was like a little balcony, kind of like square area. Yeah. And so like at the head of the bed, like you could look over to like downstairs. Yeah. And so we would play like with, we played with like little um, water bottle caps and we would, and like we would have hitters. And oh, like, like you'd flick it. Would, yeah, we would flick it like and you would hit it. And like if you hit it over the balcony, it'd be a home run. And like the bases would be like three steps. It would take like three steps to get the first base. And then like second base was on the bed. Yep. Like those are just the most fun, the most fun times. No, like knee bitten, like the, the carpet knee baseball stuff was so much fun because yeah. you tear up your knees and feet when you're playing those games. You were you staying in a like in a big room with like a loft? It sounds like you're yeah. in it sounds like you're in a loft. Yeah. No, that that was so much fun. Did you ever do backyard sports when like at friends' houses or, or at your place where you guys played wiffle ball or yeah. two touch football stuff like that? We uh, at my house we would always my house was always the football house. Um, so like we have like it's just it's like a good decent sized rectangle, so it's good for football. Yep. We would have like, there was this one bush that was like the first down marker. So like, it wasn't like every 10 yards. It was just like, if you cross that, it was a first down. Um, And so we would always play that there. And then I guess we kind of also used my front yard for wiffle ball. um, Because we had like, so we would have like kind of like the green monster in right field. And then like in like the left side of the house, there was like two levels of the roofing. Yeah. So like it was like a lower and then went up. Yeah. Um, but like it was every day after school, we would play football in the fall, and then my friends always had to be home at six exactly. <laughs> We'd be like playing at like five fifty eight, like trying to get our last plays in. Um, so that was always fun. We we always did uh we always did wiffle ball in the backyard and yeah. my. Like my brother and I always had we always had a bunch of friends over when we tried to do big football games in the backyard, but we figured out how to play two to three person football and like wiffle ball games. Like I think about it, like it's so it was so silly, but like 
we had so much fun like we it was always just a bunch of ghost runners all the time yeah. always for for baseball or whatever it was we always played up like our our yard was it was like the porch went up and we had like this flat like this kind of like flattish part at the top and then it went down a little hill and then there was a big open space down below and that was mainly where we used to put where we played football and stuff but yeah on the upper side like there was a there was a hedge where we would uh use as like home plate and then there was different mulch uh islands around the yard that we would use as bases and we always used ghost runner so it was always just him against me and whatever it was and we would always just home runs was into the other yard because more than likely if we smash the other yard the person who threw it or whatever would have to go get it you have to throw them out or whatever base it was they didn't have time to do it so it was always an inside the park home run but if you were to smash this thing and hit a certain house home run now we we the older we got the you know the further we wanted to hit it the further we wanted to go so we started like we you know use wiffle ball bats or whatever it was then we started using like wiffle ball bats for uh for tennis balls and then and then we went to like our metal bats that we would use in actual baseball with tennis balls and we we were still pretty young so we weren't like breaking windows or anything but i remember we kept hitting the house that was a home run and eventually we hit a window and our neighbor came out and was like hey you got you got to stop hitting or take it down to the bottom portion of the yard but it was always so much fun because that was around the time where do you remember uh wiffle wiffle boy and wiffle the wiffle batting stance guy it was batting yeah. stance guy and wiffle boy <laughs> wiffle boy was the teacher of like how i wanted to throw a wiffle ball and i learned a few of the pitches and it was insane when you can get it going i never learned how to do the, the crazy curveballs or anything dude i would take i would buy a pack of the wiffle balls and you had to scuff them a certain way so that they would fly. Because if you just took a regular wiffle ball and threw it, yeah, it'll curve a little bit. And if you did it right, it could, you, it could curve. But you needed to... I, I took a knife and I carved. You had to carve it, like carve a bunch of like these ridges. You had to make it You had to make it really rigidy. And then you took it and you scraped it on the ground. And so I would sit there for hours and just scrape my <laughs> wiffle balls and carve into it. So then when I would throw it, it, it was night and day. I'm telling you, it was night and day when you scuff a wiffle ball versus a brand new one and you go to, and then you go to throw it and we would always you we would always imitate like i was so into baseball when i was younger and because i was the only sport i was like decent at too and yeah. i would always like the batting stance guy before he was the batting stance guy we would always mimic batting stance uh batting stances from all these players like from kevin Euclid to gary sheffield to david ortiz like the the like pimping home run like pimping the bat for home runs like everything celebrations mimicking, yeah mimicking batting stances is one of the most fun things i think it's so fun yeah it was like, like yeah because then you start calling yourself you're like oh look there's the man uh, is coming back up you know craig craig council no he has a batting stance where like his hands are like above his head like just straight yeah. up we'd always do him Cause he would just, oh, he would just, he would kind of stand there, right? Or he would kind of move yeah. just like a little bit. Yeah, he'd I, wiggle like his bottom half and have yep. like his hands above his head. I liked, like, I liked Kevin Euclid because his hands were as above his head, and he yeah, would like he bring like his, one, his hand back. He would put his hand like one hand would be forward, one hand would be back on the thing. Because then when it would come down, when he would load up, yeah, he, would he would slide his hand down. down and then you know follow through. But it was always insane to me how those, how those players could be having those batting stances, but it was so much fun mimicking them in the backyard. Yeah. You could mimic the the pitcher windups too. Yep. But like the wiffle ball games, they were 
playing with like ghost runners was always fun. And then like, once you got like 10 people, you were like, this is sick where you have like actual infielders and outfielders playing wiffle ball. It, you didn't even need, you just needed one other person because the, yeah. the, the ghost runners, like the rule for us is like, you're the ghost runners are only as fast as you running to that certain base as a person. Yeah. Cause like if I, if I knew there's a ghost yeah. runner on one and two or whatever it was, and I hit an infield ball or whatever, and I run to a base if they tagged a certain base out before I got to first base, if they tagged three before I got to first and that ghost runners out. And it was, I remember it was always like a thing where it's like, I need to get faster. Yeah. <laughs> I miss, I miss yeah. that. That was a, it was, it was a good, that was a good time. I think. And back yeah. then, one of the games we probably the most fun game we played. we, we called it tennis hockey. So like we used tennis rackets and tennis balls and then we would have like hockey goals on the driveway yeah and we would like we would walk around hit it like hit it into the goals like that was always so much fun oh wait, because, sorry, like, sorry, hockey, sorry. you were just you were just playing hockey right what'd you say you were just playing hockey right with a tennis ball yeah with tennis balls and tennis rackets like and tennis rackets actually wait so oh so like we okay, would, like okay. have to like just like lean down super far oh okay so you weren't <laughs> okay, like so it was like so you were playing hockey with tennis rackets? Yes. Okay, I thought you were playing like a variation of tennis, but you had to try to try to hit it into a goal, which would actually be kind of cool. As like a, uh, it was hockey, like with actual hockey goals, but then like tennis rackets and tennis balls. And then like eventually, like my friends that live down there, they got super into rollerblading. And then like I kind of started out rollerblading. So we would play with rollerblades. Yeah, with so tennis like rackets a, still? Yeah. <laughs> so you're even missing out even further. <laughs> yeah. it was so bad but uh and then i guess the, the one other thing i did me and my like me and my friend we used to be like best friends always hung out we would do in his basement it's, it was the dumbest thing we would do home plate collisions oh so my have, god one person was the catcher one person was the runner Holy we would find shit. every we find every pillow in the house, every blanket. <laughs> we would like stuff our shirts with pillows. We would like wrap ourselves in blankets, and then the runner, the runner would have a medicine ball. Yeah, and so like <laughs> the catcher would just have like a ball in their hand, and it was like kind of big, so like you could knock it out like fairly easily. Yeah, yeah. And so then the person would ha- like run from like not that far away. But like they would run and they would either just like slam into you like with the ball or they would like slide over the top of the ball and then just deck you. But it was so <laughs> much fun. It, I think we like I think we recorded some. I would have to like look and find some. If you found we, any of that, that footage, that would be incredible because it's probably going to be like it's probably way worse than what you imagine it to be like. In terms of like what you guys were actually doing, but in the moment, like, yeah. That sounded like the most insane thing to do. I can't like I'm trying to think if we ever did anything like we never did like home plate collisions, but we always did like football hits because like we would yeah. go when we would play in the like we'd always play in the snow, especially when it was like a foot of snow. We would oh, always play in the snow was the absolute best. Yeah, because we would play when it was snowed. We would be like, all right, you can only do run plays. Yep, because no, then was, we would play tackle. Yeah, you couldn't throw. I mean, even if you wanted, even if you wanted to throw, you yeah. couldn't throw because it would just slip out or whatever it may be did you ever were you playing in like tennis shoes or did you just we always bulked up as much as possible like we had we had our snow boots we had snow pants we had the big puffy coat like i always i always wore a puffy coat growing up and yeah, yeah that's a, that's a whole nother thing but like 
we always like we did puffy coats we had all the hats like scar like, we decked out so much so that when we could hit each other at full speed full speed okay. was like us trudging through the snow to smack someone but yeah we yeah. Would wear, i would wear like snow pants a big coat um so like we were always so slow but that's why we would only do run plays and it was so fun we also did when it snowed we would do we would do qb sneak simulations <laughs> so we would line up like a yard or two from like that first down marker i mentioned yeah yeah they would have like three o line we'd have like three offense three defense and we would just simulate qb sneaks we were doing oklahoma drill before we could even do oklahoma drill yeah <laughs> and we also did like we would simulate um fumbles and like scrums for the fumble so it'd be like kind of like rugby where like they stick yeah. the ball in there so we would do that we would have like six or seven people and then we would just like someone would like put the football down in the middle of us and then we would just have a fumble like scrum for it and then you'd be like pulling people off to see who has it it was so fun we did uh so we i used to we used to play or everyone used to play like nfl street back then and nfl street 2 that was probably the most fun game when i was in elementary school and middle school to play and like my psp and like playstation or whatever it may be and there was the game mode it was called fumble ruski and yeah. or for, i forget what it was called it was called something else but we i think it was called fumble ruski or whatever it was and if you got hit or if you got tackled you had to fumble the ball even if like you got tackled you didn't fumble yeah. the ball so we would play in the backyard we get a bunch of friends in the backyard and so i'd be like all right marshall's gonna start with it and he would just be we would just be running around the yard and if someone were to like they would hit you so many people would be hitting you but you'd still be standing up but as soon as you fell to the ground, you had to throw the ball or just like drop it someplace. And whoever got it out after that, it was just, I mean, that was the version of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was basically, that was all you did. It yeah. was, you know, we did, we did other. simulations of like everything in football. We would do punt returns, like trying to block punts. Yep. We would do field goals. We would, we would run like wildcat plays. I remember we called it, we called a play Miami Dolphins because <laughs> I think I think it was because of like Ricky Williams, maybe. Yeah, Ricky Williams like and uh, Ronnie Ronnie Brown would would take direct yeah. snaps. Yes, yeah, so we would have us and like we would have like the wide receiver running, and then like he would like run in front of the QB and like either catch it or like let it go. Yeah, so we would call that Miami Dolphins. It was so fun. I miss that. I uh, if we. <laughs> We've gotten so so much older that our bodies couldn't take that anymore. Even if we tried to do yeah. something like that, one little misstep and we've got a broken foot. And uh, yeah. it was like every day, like we were just playing until someone got hurt. <laughs> and even just, dude, it was always the same thing. Someone would get hurt. You would hit someone in the head too hard. You guys would accidentally bonk heads, and that person would be like kind of crying, or you know, they they they'd go inside. And then the parents would come out and be like, all right, just be more careful or just stop doing that or whatever. And the kid's like sniffling, just ice pack over the head or just got a towel or whatever it is. And then we get right back into it. And we just keep doing it again. I guess the last game I want to mention, have you played toothpick in the pool? No. <laughs> where you, so you put a toothpick, you like swim to the bottom and you put it on the bottom and then it takes like 20 seconds to rise up. And then everyone's outside the pool, and you have to jump and grab the toothpick with one hand. Toothpick in the pool, Holy because cow. like it would come up and like, so like it would, it's it's like not easy to see it. Wait, 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 wait. So you would throw the toothpick in the pool, and it would just float, or it would sit, or you would someone would no, dive would, in there and let it go. You would dive in there, take okay. it to the bottom, and yep. like put it on the floor. 
Yep. And then it would take probably 20 to 30 seconds to like float up to the top. Okay. So as soon as it hits the top, everyone yeah, jumps like, in at it. Yeah. So you like, you jump like, but like it wouldn't, like some people could see it from their angle, depending on like the light and the glare. Yeah. 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 And so like we would always play it. We didn't play it a ton, but I think two summers ago, we played it so much at my friend Will's house. And so if you just, if you, so we would play like 3v3. And so if your team scored the previous point, yep. the other team would get to be on the diving board. Okay. Because the diving board was like higher. You yep. could like, you can be actually better, jump to it and you can get a one arm into it. Yeah. So like if you scored, then the other team got the diving board for the next point. And we would play like first one to five, like was a series. So like if you got five, then you'd be like one up in one oh in the series. Yep. And so we would play like seven game series. Holy cow. And like <laughs> it's so funny because you you like you weren't allowed to push, but like someone would jump in and like you you could you didn't see it, but someone else jumped in. So you would just jump in as quickly as possible to just like <laughs> knock them out of the way or like just splash on the water. Because if you but splash it on so it, it would like sink or like someone would get into it and like it's just it could sink it a little would, bit. Yeah, it yeah. would sink a little bit. And then my friend Will, he could, I don't know how, but he could see it like halfway down into the pool. And so like he would jump in while it's like halfway down under. Oh, so people can jump it. in when it's still going up. You can jump in whenever, oh. but once you jump in, if you miss it, you have to get back out of the pool. Oh, okay. So you dive in, you have to grab it on the first, like the first time that you're jumping in to grab it, right? Yeah, you have to grab it with one hand when you jump in. But if you miss it, you have to get back out of the pool. And then you oh. can jump again. Okay, for some reason, I thought it was like everyone jumps in, they have to scrap for it. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> so you have, to, you, you have to like grab it as you're jumping in. Got it. And then the hardest ones would be like the toothpick is like on the wall of the pool. Yeah, yeah. So you have to like jump in and then turn around and grab it against the wall. And people would miss it like four or five times in a row. Like people would just be jumping and jumping and jumping in. Everyone would miss it. And then eventually it would like flow to the middle of the pool and then someone's standing there and just casually just jumps in and grabs it. I want to say that that I feel like you would be using something else other than a toothpick because I feel like if I would dive in, I would skewer my hands and fingers. It actually, yeah, I, it actually didn't happen that much. It would, we would play with it because like if you grab, like a lot of times when you grab it, it would like come in between your fingers or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That was that's probably one of the most fun games I've played because some of us like we would like draft and be like, okay, you're the best player. <laughs> you're, like, <laughs> you, you I have knew. a Snapchat memory on my phone of my friend, and like, so we played a seven game series, and like each game was probably like five to three or five to four. Yep. So it was probably like seventy rounds of toothpick at least. Yep. And my friend got literally zero toothpicks the entire time. <laughs> oh my god, like that's so much. That's so many he rounds. Just see them ever. Oh my it was god. So fun. Yeah, I I do I really do miss it. Because like everyone was like, oh, high school sucked. But like I personally loved high school because like my friend group, we just hung out like kind of just bulled around. Time. Yeah. I loved high school. Uh, it was it, it, it's a yeah, it's a different time for everyone. It was a lot of fun too. Um, all right, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, we can wrap it up. Cool. We're going to stream after this. So if you're listening to this, you already missed the stream. <laughs> you, can go, you can go into our VOD on YouTube. Remember, you can check, uh, you can check out this podcast on 
Spotify. Dude, I don't know if it's going to get to Apple. I don't know how it's getting to Apple or not. I don't know if it's still under uh, review for it, but it's on Spotify. It's on YouTube and it's uh, on uh, it's on other podcasts, apps and forms. It just, you know, it's just whatever, whichever one you use. I don't I don't imagine anyone using anything other than uh, Spotify, YouTube or Apple. Um, but yeah, this is hypercritical. Um, my name is Marshall, also known as Bill Bear on Twitch. My name is Jack, also known as as Jangle. Jangle zero two four on Twitch. <laughs> Jangle doesn't stream, but you'll be. Uh, will you? Will in you? The future. Will you play games with us in the future? Yes, in the future. Yeah, because like we're gonna do. Yeah, I want. I want you in on like the trivia stuff, and eventually, For if sure. you can, if you can play Fortnite like one Sunday or something oh, okay. like that. Because like as soon as everyone gets comfortable and like back to their place and to be able to play like. Yeah. mono sam and uh is getting are getting cam soon and then jackson's getting uh back to his place jackson hill he um we might i might look into asking this you know someone else wants to play on like a thursday or something just to like add more we need we need more exposure that's why we instead of just doing <coughs> tuesday and sunday is pretty far apart that's why we'll see though so thanks for listening and we'll uh we'll see you guys next week or on the stream later. Or on the stream later. Peace I'll out. Stream, I guess.